So what's poppin' peons? It's your girl, Jistria, and I'm here for all the fuck shit today, and I'm going to teach you guys how to get over your breakup. Before I start, I want to say that I do not have a filter. I do not care how you bitches feel. I don't care exactly if it hurts your feelings or if it offends you. If the shoe fits, wear it, but let's do some healing around this motherfucker, and I'm not going to sugarcoat shit with you guys today. If you're fragile and you cannot take the um that I'm finna come at y'all with I totally understand and I'll give you like permission to leave like now because I'm telling you if you come at me in my DMs or any place and you're just like oh my gosh like I can't believe you said that I don't have to tell you I curse a lot I say what the fuck is in my mind and I'm like, very unapologetic so moving forward let's get into this shit first and foremost hi peons Today, I'm going to teach you guys how to get over your breakup like a fucking pro. As somebody who's been broken up more times than I would like to say. Let's get into it. But no, for real, as somebody who's been broken up with more times than they actually would have liked to be broken up with and had to get over the shit and deal with and have to deal with exes coming back and shit like that. I'm going to give y'all the tea on what it is and what it's not. Instead of being all polite and nice and candid to y'all about certain shit, I'm not going to be empathetic with y'all today because I don't need y'all to feel sympathy so that y'all can feel like it's okay to stay there. I need y'all to feel changed in your heart. And that's just on period. I know I know. I ain't your pastor's like, and the Lord said you going to get over this. Hush up, bop, bop. And that's not me. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend to be that. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, when it comes down to a breakup, you have to accept that the person does not want to be with you, whether it's they fall, Joe fall, or whatever. You just have to accept that the person does not want to be with you no more. You have to let it go. I know letting go seems like saying it sounds easy, but it's not. Honestly, when I was staying with my grandma and she did that fuck shit, letting go of my grandma hurt because she was there for me in times when I didn't eat. When, when I didn't have nobody. Letting go of my best friend of seven years who started talking shit about me hurt because he was there for me when I went to the hospital for the very first time by myself. And y'all, I don't even like hospitals. And he stayed there with me. Like, man's had hired a babysitter and everything. And he had been there for me for like seven years. Like, this is the nigga that I was kicking it with. But I had to let all of that shit go. And the reason why is because I couldn't move forward if I was holding on to the fucking past. And I'm over here like, oh, man, maybe he really didn't mean it that way. And I was I, like, honestly, I was prepared a lot of myself about just letting go of a lot of shit. Like, as a person who's had to let go of best friends from shit that I've done and shit that they've done. And as a person who's had to let go of people for things that they've done and things that I've done, like, it kind of gets hard because, like, you don't want to really let go of people and things and places. But the moment you let go of certain things, people and places, that's when you elevate. I honestly never knew, like, how much growth I had actually done until I realized that I let go of a lot of shit. Like, example, I remember um, once upon a time, I just remember once upon a time, like, fuck it. I'm going to say it. Like, one point in time, I was staying with my female best friend. I was. And not only was I staying with my female best friend, but 
I had did like some really grimy shit, but she had done some grimy shit to me. Either way it goes, we was both being grimy to each other, like just disrespectful to each other. And I had to let go of the fact that that's the bitch that I used to kick it with all the fucking time. Like I'm not a club person and a bitch can't get me to go to the club for shit. And I put this on my mom. like, bitches would be like, oh, you should get, you should get ready to go to the club with us. And I'm like, I don't like the club. I don't want to go. I'm not interested. It's just not my forte. And I know people be like, what? You don't like the club? I hate the club with a fucking passion because there's nothing but hoes out there. Like y'all don't understand. Like when you like, (laughs) like, I'm an extrovert, but I'm also an introvert in certain, like, aspects of myself. Like, I'm extroverted around the people who I open up to. Like, if I don't open up to you, if I don't want you in my space, I become an introvert. And when I be in clubs, like, unless, like, I'm drunk and I've, like, met somebody at the bar and, like, we've clicked and we've had a conversation, there is really no conversation that goes on in the club that I'm like truly ready for because in the club like I see a bunch of like weirdos and shit like creeps and just all types of stuff like niggas that they think like if you get too drunk they can fuck you mind you I remember like it's this one dude who I thought was fine and at the club I was like fuck it I want a one night stand this is a quick side note quick tangent I was like I want a one night stand so I ain't had the courage like technically like just come up to do and just be like say it out right because I didn't want to be like hey you know you want because I know if he was with a lady or nothing so I was at the bar drinking and I had like people buy me drinks but I already knew who I wanted in my mind so I'm like oh thank you whatever but you know no thank you and they would still buy me drinks I would sit there and I watch my drink though because I learned that shit a long time ago but <laughs> at the end of the night like he didn't have no lady like nothing so at the end of the night I, like, stumbled over because, mind you, I've been sitting in the chair for majority of the night. Like, this is the time I want to talk about myself. Majority of the night. So, I'm, like, stumbling because, like, my legs is tired and I've been drinking. So, my legs is just, like, comfortable, like, whatever. And I'm just sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, this show shot, shoot it. So... So, you know, I'm all, I'm getting all comfortable in the back seat. I'm like, I'm going to take off my panties, right? And all of a sudden, he get on the phone. He's like, yeah, man, I'm about to fuck this bitch, man. She's so fucked up. Man, she won't even remember my fucking name tomorrow, dog. And I was just like, you know what? So, he pulled the car over, right? And so, all of a sudden, I was like, I'm so drunk. I won't remember your name tomorrow. Like, I won't remember that you drove this car. Like, I won't remember that, I, that, you, t- that you gave me a number to meet you outside. Like... Like, is you like, is you dumb or is you stupid? Like, they give me breaky vibes. So, yeah, I, I just don't like the clubs because it's a bunch of creeps there. It's a bunch of weirdos. It's a bunch of like thirsty people. Like, niggas are trying to grab you. Like, I seen one girl almost get kidnapped in the club, and I was like, niggas is weird. <laughs> but outside of that, though, like, I never really liked the club, but. My ex-female best friend was the person who got me into going to clubs and putting on makeup and doing all types of shit. I had to realize that I had to let sis go. <laughs> and when I let her go, like, I tried doing, like, certain things that we did together, like, going to the club. It didn't feel right. Mind you, I never liked going to the club from the beginning. But I actually did, like, certain places, like, game night and shit. So... When I started going out again, I started going to places like game time or like adult game nights places. Because that's just my shit. I love a good adult game time place. Oh, my gosh. I love it. The drinks, the alcohol, the weed, (laughs) 
the games, the coming home, the dance battles and shit like that. Like, I love it, you know? So I had to, like, kind of find my groove again. Letting go is hard because you have to recreate new memories in places that you actually like or that you don't like. Like, for me, when it came out to my female best friend, when it came out to clubs, I decided to go back to what I was doing before, which was adult game nights and poetry slams and karaoke. And I had to find my judge again where it wasn't, oh, let me go to the club because I know such and such want to go to the club. Or, oh, my gosh, let me go get dressed because I know such and such want me to get dressed. And I went to those places exactly how the fuck I wanted to be. And what some would call bummy, I call comfortable, which was the sweatpants and a big t-shirt and some damn titty shoes. Okay, like, honestly, it's fun. Like, and if I did dress up, it wasn't no real heavy, like, we're the star diva ass type makeup type shit. It was like simple shit, like lip gloss and fucking lashes, maybe. <laughs> like, on some real shit, like, we out. Weezy out of here. Um, but yeah. When it comes down to a breakup, you have to you have to let go. And if certain places that y'all went as a person that you like introduced them to them as, you have to go back there single. And you have to and this is in friendships, relationships, family, all that other good shit. You have to go there and recreate new good memories there. That's my biggest thing. Like, honestly, when I broke up with um, Ali, I had to go back to the place which I found very peaceful and recreate new memories. And I know for people, they'd be like, oh, but I don't want to create new memories. I don't want to create new memories. Why do I have to create new memories? Like, create new memories is ghetto. But if you create new memories in a place, then you no longer remember the bad memories there. And when you do, you also remember that you were able to go there by yourself. So therefore, you don't lose your favorite places when you lose people. Or you don't lose places that you actually started to enjoy because people because the memory there, it was like, oh yeah, I used to go over here with him, but you know, I can do this by myself because it gives you the confidence to go out there and be better in certain other areas. Um, After letting go of people, you have to learn how to be by yourself again in that aspect. Like learning how to be single was hard because I didn't know how to not date. Okay, like, I'm so used to, like, dating around so much. Like, the ideology of me just dating seemed really, not dating seemed weird to me. It seemed like this esoteric, like, concept, like, we're not dating right now. We don't do date no more. Like, is that, like, we don't, like, we just, like, we don't date no more. Like, we don't do that no more. <laughs> and it was really hard for me because I had to, like, kind of isolate myself and not force myself to date because I was so used to dating. Like, ever since I was 14, like, I've always been either looked at, sought after, or chased after. So, me at 25, like, at 11 years, I'm like, damn, dog, like, this shit kind of hard. <laughs> like, at 24, like, this shit kind of hard. Like, usually, it's somebody that's, like, right next to me. And... As much as I'm as much as an introvert as I am, I actually do enjoy people's company from time to time, but I just like it in more intimate settings. Um but yeah, that's the conversation for another day. Um, but no, first step to getting over a breakup is to let go of the person. 
And the next thing to do is to rebuild memories in places that you've been with that person and to grow from there. And what I mean by that is like rebuild memories as in if I like the beach. I like it's this place in downtown Miami and I love it. Like it's just the most beautiful place to me. And I've taken people there and people and people have taken me there unknowingly not knowing it's my favorite place. And like this will make me like them even more. And then when we broke up, I had to reinvent that space. And I've had to re I had to come back to that place again and give it new memories because the old memories that I had was like, I ain't gonna lie. When Ali broke up with me, he took me to my favorite place in downtown Miami. And he didn't even know that he had took me to his favorite place in downtown Miami. Like he was just really nervous. So it made it really cute. So when we broke up, all I could think was like, he's a liar, a cheater, a deceiver, a heartbreaker. Cause he was that <laughs> to me at that moment. And I remember like just going to like one and take a me day because I always take a me day. I'm about to create a fucking alone day where nobody's just fucking around me. Um, but I had took a me day and in the me day, like I literally just sat there and I crossed my legs. And all I could do is like trying to get comfortable was think, damn. This is the same spot the nigga had me at when we first was kissing. And when we first was like on some googie, 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 I like you type shit. And the breakup was fresh, honestly. The breakup wasn't even that fresh. I would say like we was like a month out. And I was like, I can't even go to my favorite place because I think of you when I go there. So it's always important. That's why I always put emphasis on just recreating memories in certain places. Like, I ain't gonna lie, when me and my homegirl had broke up, my best friend at the time had broke up, it broke my heart, like, to go to clubs, but I did it anyways, and I learned how to enjoy myself there by myself, so that if I ever got asked there again, I wouldn't have the trauma of, oh, this is the time when we went to the club and she mushed my boyfriend, or this is the time when she got so fucked up and me and her was together, or this is the time that me and such and such did this, or this is the time that me and such and such did that. Because you don't want to be that bitch that's always like, because mm. it's, just, it's just not the move. But um, but outside of that, letting go, recreating new memories and places where they broke your heart at, um, and forgiving yourself and loving yourself because a lot of times in relationships before they go bad or extremely terrible to the point where they break up, where they just end abruptly, no matter how the breakup was initiated, we always, we, it's important to forgive yourself, forgive others, forgive yourself first because People say forgiving others is easy, but forgiving self is harder. And if you learn how to forgive self, you can forgive others a lot easier without the backlash and the pain. You can learn how to forgive yourself. Because if you forgive others before you forgive yourself, then you're never going to forgive yourself. And it makes it 10 times harder. So forgive yourself for the mistakes that you've seen and the mistakes that you did not see. And when you did see that you kind of ignored because you thought that it was going to get better. Forgive yourself for being foolish. Allow yourself to feel the emotions that you need to feel. Like, I ain't gonna lie. When me and my best friend broke up, it took a lot for me <laughs> to, like, get to the point where 
I was okay. Because she took me in when I didn't have no place to go. But she also did some shit and I also did some shit. So I kind of understood that the friendship was over. But it was just like, it took me a long time to get comfortable with having females around me again. And not going to lie, I almost became triggered. <laughs> because I realized that I hadn't really forgiven myself for the shit that I've done. And honestly, at this point in time, I've forgiven myself. But the reason why I've forgiven myself is very unconditional. Like, it's not for the reason why you think. <laughs> it's not. But, um, yeah. Like, I had to forgive myself. Like, I had to get up and I had to acknowledge that, look, I fucked up. She fucked up. The friendship ain't work out. It is what it is. I got to move on. After I moved on, I kind of accepted the fact that I love myself more than I actually like other people. <laughs> and I know that sounds crazy, but I actually love me more than I like other people. And once I got to that conclusion, I was like, okay, look, this is going to be the best thing for me to do. But when it comes down to a breakup, you have to learn how to let people go, reinvent new memories in places that hurt you the most, especially if they're one of your favorite places. Um, forgive yourself and then forgive others. Um, when moving forward, you do not have to be apologetic <laughs> um, about it and just keep on living and pushing and doing living life how the fuck you want to. A lot of times we will sit back and we'll be like, I can't love nobody no more because my heart got broke back in 2020. Bitch, Fuck that shit. Oh, I can't love no more because this happened or this. No, you just got to go through the steps. And the steps, they sound easy, but emotionally, they're hard to deal with, to, to accept, to break down, to bust down. They're extremely hard to deal with. Like, it is hard to deal with the fact that, like, it was hard to deal with the fact that the bitch went out there and told people I had depression and what I did because I thought that our friendship was deeper than that. Like, because I remember we had a conversation one day and she was like, if we ever have a falling out, I promise I won't tell your business. And I guess I heard her so bad that she had to go tell our business, that my business. And to this day, I have yet to tell people about her business. Because honestly, it's nobody's business about what she did, what the memories that we have, or certain things that we did. Yes, there's certain bad behaviors that I will discuss on here. But as far as just like going down her business, like with her family and where she stays at and those things that I've observed that I didn't say out loud. And just like, I'm like, I would never do that because it's the level of respect that I have for her, even though she was wrong and I was wrong. And I know people are like, oh, you just saying that because she has her secrets, bitch. I don't give a fuck. She already told most of my secrets. Fuck it. I've had depression. I've been the sad bitch. I've been the sad puppy. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's out there now, bitch. I can't go back. I can't be like, oh, well, you know, I've never had depression or I've never been in that house because I have been and it is not a place you want to be. <laughs> not at all. And I'm laughing about it now because looking back at it, like, on some real shit, if you do these steps of, like, moving forward, not letting people from your past come back to you, and, like, just hunt you with what you should have, could have, would have done. Actually moving forward and growing. You know what I'm saying? And just doing, like, certain things. Like, you will honestly get to the point where you're actually where you want to be at in life. Like, letting go. Like, let go of people. Forgive yourself and others reinvent those spaces that you've been in don't allow the past to hunt you like if you made a mistake you made a mistake this was where forgiving yourself comes into play 
Because it's very hard to be like, oh, you made a mistake. I'm going to forgive you. But forgive yourself and forgive others. Allow yourself to heal. Give yourself time to yourself. Love yourself. Figure out what you want to do and get redirection in your life of where you want to go now and have an ideology of what you're going to accept and what you're not going to accept from whatever relationship that was, whether it's family, friends, cousins, sister, mama, daddy, whatever, and romantic, and then go from there and then live your best life because nothing looks sexier, nothing is a lot better than you moving the fuck forward for some shit that could have broke you down. Like, honestly, I didn't have a home. I didn't have a place to stay. I didn't have shit. And I was broke as a motherfucker. I could have been a homeless bitch out here in these streets last year. But thankfully for just the landings that I took, I was never homeless. And not only was I not homeless... But I did a lot of healing. And that shit is not fun. Everybody wants to think that healing is this magical, carefree-ass type shit. But you're going to cry a lot. It's going to be a lot of pain. It's going to be a lot of tears. It's going to be a lot of shoulda, coulda, wouldas. I wish I would have never did this. It's going to be a lot of shit that goes into your whole entire relationship. And people like to say, like, that this is the easiest thing or the best way to get over a breakup is to just move on to something new and different. No, you have to go through the actual steps. Because if you never acknowledge what truly hurts you, you're never going to fucking win. And you're never going to win in life personally, interpersonally, extrapersonally, whatever. You're never going to win. So when it comes down to a breakup, the best way to get over that shit is to acknowledge it, move the fuck on, move the fuck forward, figure out who you are, figure out who the fuck you are not now, do not hold a grudge and do not be a bitter bitch or bitter ass nigga about some shit that happened. If a bitch cheated on you and your next relationship you go into, you know, you, you're not moving with caution, but you're moving with fear. What that means is like, As a person who's been cheated on multiple times in multiple relationships, right, I have a certain sense of, I know there's some bullshit when I hear it, right? But the only reason why I know it's some bullshit when I hear it is because I could literally sit there and I could peep out the signs, right? Like, fuck it. I remember, I remember a nigga cheated on me so much. I know how a nigga cheat before a nigga even started cheating. I know, I know a nigga ways. I know... I could peep out some shit. You feel me? So for me, it is what it is. I could peep out a nigga wanting to cheat. I can peep out a nigga not wanting to be by my side. I can peep out a nigga not wanting to do right. I can peep out a lot of motherfucking shit, honestly. So for me, when I get in relationships now, I don't look for a nigga to be cheating. But I, but if but if a nigga started moving funny, I'll be like, well, you know, once upon a time I was cheating on, so I'm just gonna ask you, are you cheating? No, I don't even hold that shit there. But I but but I'll look at it. And then I'll look at his actions and I'll have a conversation with him to see where his mind is at about certain things. And if he say, why are you so concerned about this? 
And then that's when I say, because it looks familiar to cheating to me. And it's not you being insecure. It's not you being anything. Because honestly, you you let go of the past. You've grown. You've done the work. You've done the healing work. You just don't want to put yourself in another predicament like that. And because you don't want to put yourself in another predicament like that, it does not make you a bitter bitch. It does not make you an antsy bitch. It doesn't make you anything. It makes you fucking human. And here's the, and here's the tea. Once you go through certain things, you can kind of see things for what they are. And you don't have to go put up with things just because you don't want to be seen as bitter or insecure. If you know what cheating look like and you see a motherfucker cheating on you and you don't like cheating and you not and you said you weren't gonna put up with cheating no more, leave a motherfucker. You ain't even gotta tell a motherfucker just bye, deuces, uh, like I see you cheating. And I'm talking about if you know for sure for sure you ain't being insecure about the shit. If you know when a motherfucker, if you if if you cut off family and friends for disrespecting you and you see a motherfucker trying to get disrespectful with you and you just leave because you don't tolerate disrespect, it's not you being insecure, it's you being self-preservational. And being self-preservational is more important than seeming insecure or not seeming like you have your shit together because you refuse to put up with people's bullshit. And with that being said, I'm Audi 3000 and I love y'all. I have to take a shit, honestly. But honestly, when it comes down to it, don't let nobody come up in your fucking face in your fucking space and tell you that you're not all that in a bag of chips or or tell you that you don't need to heal from your traumas. Bitch, heal from your traumas. Honestly, get your ass up. Forgive yourself. Forgive them. Analyze how you feel. Assess the situation. Figure out what you want and you don't want coming forward. And after that, move the fuck on and move the fuck forward and love your life. Live your best life out here in these streets. If ain't nobody else living out here, your best life in the streets, it should be you. Take accountability and love yourself for everything that you are and everything that you're not. And just go from there. And it's not insecurities if you see red flags in your new relationships, whether it be friendship, family, whatever. Whatever type of relationship that you have. And it's okay to walk away and leave. And with that being said, I'm out.